Welcome to the September 25th, 2018 edition of the BitcoinNews.com daily podcast. We cover the biggest stories in Bitcoin, blockchain, and cryptocurrency every single day forever. You can count on us being here. This is your host, Space Marine, live from the surface of Venus. Jumping right into the market analysis. Bitcoin was declining yesterday, and that has continued into today. Bitcoin was around 6400 6500 at the beginning of the day, and it went as low as 6330 on Bitfinex. It recovered slightly to the $6,400 level, and we keep talking about it on the show. There's this support level around $5,800, and it's it's in a range. It's like $5,750 to maybe like $6,200, and over and over throughout the year, like four or five, six times, Bitcoin has went hard into this level going down, bounces right off of it. It's like a deflector shield. I don't think Bitcoin's bouncing off the level just yet, but this might be a good time to buy because it's quite near that support level. We're at $6,400 right now, so that's not far. That's like about 10% above the support level, so maybe there's a little more drop to go, because usually when Bitcoin starts dropping, and it's been dropping, it went as high as almost $6,900 on Bitfinex, and now it's at $6,400. So it could be expected to drop a little more, probably, or it could rise. It's pretty close to the support level, so it could go either way, but it could drop more. Either way, this is a good time to buy, especially since crypto experts say Bitcoin's going to hit $100,000 in the next year or two or three. Some people are saying it's going to hit a million. We keep bringing up John McAfee and his really, really crazy bet where he says he's going to eat his uh, manhood on live TV if Bitcoin does not hit a million dollars by like 2020, maybe like 2019. I think it's 2020. So we're going to track that bet and see what happens. But now for our first story. We talked about the critical Bitcoin bug that was fixed in version 0.16.3. And that critical bug, basically someone could double spend Bitcoin transactions in a way that would allow Bitcoin to be printed. So people with that bug for Bitcoin were able to print Bitcoins beyond the 21 million fixed Bitcoin supply. And one of Bitcoin's biggest selling points is that there's a fixed supply forever of 21 million coins. We haven't reached it yet. We're mining still. All the Bitcoin people are mining. Well, the miners at least. And they're at 17.5 million Bitcoin supply. And it's only going to hit 21 million exactly. But this bug actually would have allowed to to go slightly above that. It appears no one exploited the bug or we wouldn't know about it by now. And they fixed the bug. But now, Monero, the number one privacy coin, they found a critical Monero bug called the burning bug. They gave it a name. The other bug didn't really have a name, but this one, the Monero bug is called the burning bug. How this works is Monero has stealth public addresses. You could only send... A transaction out of the stealth address like you used a stealth public address for deposits and then you could only send one transaction out of that stealth public address usually Monero is designed you send something into the address and then you send something out of it and that's it so you receive a deposit then you send it to another address and that's it but a hacker or hackers have found the exploit or there's just a fundamental exploit in the code because we don't know if hackers have used the burning bug Basically, someone could generate a private key for Monero and then send a thousand transactions. This is just an example. Someone, instead of sending a thousand Monero to an exchange, they could send a thousand transactions of one Monero each. And how this works in the code for Monero is the merchant or exchange that receives the thousand transactions will be able to send one. The wallet automatically sends the largest input out of the wallet, so they're able to recover the largest input, but if they sent a thousand transactions to one Monero, they'll just be able to send one Monero. And then it'll be the same key image for the transaction when the merchant or exchange sends from their stealth public address. So each transaction they try sending after that for the other Monero in the address from other inputs, it'll have the same key image and the network will reject it. 
So basically, an attacker could send a thousand Monero, one Monero each, and then the merchant or exchange that receives it will be able to send one Monero out of it and use that one Monero, and 999 Monero would be stuck. This, of course, could scale. Someone could do a million Monero like this, and the attacker would be able to withdraw the Bitcoins. Like, let's say this is an exchange. They could trade for the Bitcoins and withdraw them, get all their funds back, and they would only lose the transaction fees from sending so many Monero transactions. And that could scale badly. So they could send like 100 Monero at a time and do a million Monero and really cause some massive losses. I don't know why someone would do this, but we could speculate. Maybe they're going to attack a competitor. Maybe they want to attack a merchant. Maybe they want to make Monero just look bad in general because they're for another coin. Or they just don't like Monero and they want to make Monero's infrastructure look weak. Because if this was actually exploited on a big level, it would probably crash Monero forever. But fortunately, a user on Reddit, a Reddit user named Gas Doves, figured it out. He didn't write the code for it, but he's like, hey, I had this idea. What if someone does this attack called the burning bug? And he explained it, and then they did a patch for it really quickly. And the patch has just been put into Monero's code base in the past day. Here's the thing, though. Monero users, exchanges, and merchants, especially that accept Monero deposits, they have to upgrade to this patch. Like, they have to use this patch and implement it. Because what this patch does, like, before someone could send a thousand Monero transactions and it counted as a thousand Monero deposit, and the exchange or merchant would not even know it. And they wouldn't even know that they're being scammed, basically. But now it's going to show up and they'll see. There'll be a big flag saying, hey, this deposit's mostly unusable. So then they'll be able to protect themselves. But if they don't implement the patch, there's going to be a problem for them. It won't. It'll be the same problem. So they got to implement the patch, and they're doing a PR campaign in the Monero space right now. And they put it on their mailing list. Like, there's a developer mailing list and also a mailing list for people interested in Monero like there is for Bitcoin. And they put it on the mailing list. They're advertising it where they can on their social forums like Reddit. And hopefully people upgrade in time. I think the major exchange is probably already upgraded, even before I'm talking about this, even though this is in the past day. So, like I said, there was this huge critical Bitcoin bug in the past week, and now there's this critical Monero bug. But both times, the developer teams for Bitcoin and then the developer team for Monero fixed the bug really quick. It just shows the power of a developer team, but it also shows cryptocurrencies are not perfect. If you're going to be changing the code base and updating the versions... Errors arise, and then you find out about them later, and they can be quite critical. Now for our next story. There's big news from Coinbase. Right now, Coinbase only has Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash, and Ethereum Classic. That's five cryptocurrencies. And Coinbase is the biggest crypto exchange in the United States that's headquartered here. It's an official U.S. company. It's the biggest crypto exchange headquartered in the U.S. They have way over $100 million of trading volume per day just from those five coins. And now they're saying they're going to expand to all of the coins that are legal. They've opened an application form that anyone could apply for. In the future, it's going to cost money. Like Huobi and Binance and other exchanges, even Bittrex, they charge money to be listed. Like if someone wants their coin listed, they'll charge money. But Coinbase is basically saying it's free for now because they want to add all the major cryptos that have an interest in them. Like they want people to make these applications to show why this crypto has interest in it, why it should be on Coinbase. And so they're going to let that slide for a while with no application fees so they get all the cryptos that are major. Because the, the developer teams probably wouldn't pay an application fee for big cryptos at this point. So they just want all the applications in. And then later on, they're going to start charging for like new coins. And they say they're going to add every single legal coin. Legal is the keyword. Initial coin offerings are illegal in the United States. But there are initial coin offerings going on all over the world where they're still legal. So if an ICO happens in like Russia or some other country, 
and coin if Coinbase is available in that country where the coin launched and it's legal, they'll list that coin, but in the US they won't list it. The good thing about this in the past, generally, Coinbase and other exchanges, like if it's illegal in their home country or anywhere, they just don't list the coin at all. But Coinbase is saying we're going to optimize the listing of coins worldwide. They're going to list as many coins as they can in every country. So a lot of coins won't be listed in the U.S. because of the laws, but then those same coins that aren't listed will be listed in some other countries. So Coinbase gets the maximum penetration into the crypto market. And this is really exciting because in the past, when Coinbase has added a coin like Ethereum Classic, especially Bitcoin Cash, when Coinbase added Bitcoin Cash, there was such a severe rally, it raised eyebrows, and they've been investigating. Like, they just recently ended the investigation, and Coinbase was found to be not be at fault. But when Bitcoin Cash got added to Coinbase, it caused such a massive rally that everyone thought it was insider trading. But really, Coinbase is the biggest exchange in the United States. It's easy to use. So if a coin's added to Coinbase, it's like adding it to the whole U.S. Like, the whole United States can just easily use that crypto and buy in and sell it after it's added to Coinbase. So any crypto that's added to Coinbase, and they say they're going to be announcing, they're not just going to add all of them secretly. They're going to do announcements for each crypto that's added to Coinbase. And this is going to start happening really soon. They're going to add every all the cryptos they can in succession and announce each one. And each time there's an announcement, there'll be a little leeway before it's added to Coinbase. I think that itself will cause a speculative rally. And then when it's added to Coinbase, there'll be a lot of demand from the U.S. buyers because the rally will have already started. It'll generate lots of interest from U.S. buyers, and then everyone's going to buy it. There's going to be a big rally every time Coinbase adds a crypto. Probably. That's speculation, but it's probably very likely. And then Coinbase says they're going to be adding all the coins they can. And in the U.S., that's still hundreds of coins. And so I think this is going to cause a crypto-wide rally. Like, lots of cryptos are going to be rallying as Coinbase adds them. That's going to cause a big bump for cryptocurrency long-term. So this is very big news. And I look forward to seeing what happens to Coinbase. And of course, on Bitcoin news, we're going to be writing articles every time a crypto is added, probably. Especially if it's a major crypto and it's causing a rally. So we'll keep you up to date on this and I'll make sure to keep you up to date on this radio show or podcast. Now for our next story. Google had banned all crypto ads completely because there was lots of hacking. Well, not really hacking, but like high-risk investments, Ponzi schemes, and even hacking in the crypto ads. Like People were putting up crypto ads for their high-risk investment scheme that was a Ponzi. Lots of people were getting scammed. The people go back to Google and say, I got scammed from your ad. It made Google's reputation go down. Google depends on their ad business. It's like their biggest income. So they can't even, they just said, we're banning crypto. We don't want to have our reputation tarnished. We don't have time to deal with this. But now they're saying, we got some time to deal with this. They first added Coinbase maybe like a month ago. Coinbase was able to advertise on Google and like Facebook and stuff. Because Facebook and Google and Twitter and Instagram, all of them together, they just banned crypto ads all at once. And like a consensus. It wasn't like all at the exact same time, but within like a month or two. But now Facebook added Coinbase ads again. And I'm pretty sure Google did too. And But now Google's saying for all the regulated crypto exchanges, so all the legal crypto exchanges that are regulated, and regulation doesn't come easy. They have to be fully audited. They have to have proven reserves. They got to really do everything by the books and they're safe. So Google's like, okay, for these regulated and licensed crypto exchanges, we feel safe running ads for them. So this is a good evolution. Google doesn't hate crypto. They just don't want any more scams. And they're making that clear by adding crypto companies and exchanges. First with just exchanges right now, it'll probably expand to legit crypto companies later. That's a speculation, but probably. So Google's saying any regulated crypto exchange officially licensed, yeah, you could advertise on AdSense and AdWords. So that's really good news. That's positive news. That'll increase adoption for cryptocurrency worldwide. Actually, Google's the biggest advertising service on the internet. It directly impacts adoption. 
to have ads on Google for crypto exchanges. That'll increase demand for cryptocurrency. So this is very good news. So two good news in a row. Coinbase adding all the cryptos. Google allowing crypto exchanges to advertise. We're on the roll here. Now for the final story of the day. Walmart's going to have a blockchain-based system for tracking their produce. And blockchain, we usually talk about cryptocurrency and Bitcoin on this show. And it's based on blockchain. And the way Bitcoin uses blockchain is to send payments. But that's not the only way to use blockchain. Blockchain's like an immutable, irreversible, and cryptographically secure way to store data. So people could put data in a blockchain and it's stored safely. It's not going to be reversed by a hacker. Like you could have a key and probably change the data that you control. But if there's data in the blockchain, and this how this applies to produce, I'll just go into the example to make it clear. So someone's growing the tomatoes. They put the info about the tomatoes being grown on the blockchain. When they harvested the tomatoes, that's on the blockchain. When they send the tomatoes into a truck, that's on the blockchain. And everything about the truck moving is on the blockchain. They can even attach um, internet of things like temperature sensors, humidity sensors inside the truck to show, to prove on the blockchain that the tomatoes were in a nice moist environment, but also dry enough so it wasn't harmful and also at the right temperature. So they can prove on the blockchain that the tomatoes were shipped optimally. And they can also prove on the blockchain that the tomatoes were grown optimally with like no pesticides, organic, etc. And then it gets to the store and that's on the blockchain. The moment it gets to the store, that's on the blockchain. And then the manager will be like, okay, the tomatoes, I just see the tomatoes on my blockchain. He might be sitting in his bed in the middle of the night, but he has the blockchain platform for Walmart for produce. He's like, okay, the tomatoes are here. And he jumps, goes to work, be like, put the tomatoes on the shelf. Because basically what this does is it shortens the supply chain and strengthens it. So any inefficiencies in supply chains, they're all going to be tracked on a blockchain and they'll quickly be eliminated. So tomatoes, before, they might be in a truck that wasn't at the right temperature. They might be in the truck way too long, like days longer than it should be. They might get to the store and then not be put on the shelf. All this will be tracked on the blockchain and that will stop. The supply chains will strengthen and shorten. It'll save money. A lot less tomatoes will go bad. The tomatoes will be higher quality and fly off the shelf faster. It's a very profitable business idea, and Walmart's saying they're adopting it, and this is big news. Once it works for produce, and produce is like the main thing that really needs blockchain supply chain technology, but they could do it for everything in their store. And Walmart's going to start making a lot more money, and then everyone's going to see Walmart making a lot more money from blockchain. Everyone's going to adopt it. Walmart's like the biggest retail store in the world, I think. I don't have my stats in front of me, but Walmart's huge here in the United States. It has like everything, and it's bigger than everything. So now that the biggest one's doing it, a lot of smaller companies are going to do it, and maybe other big companies in the world. And we're seeing right here, it's a subtle story. Yeah, they're making a produce tracking platform for with blockchain and Walmart. It's actually a huge story. This means like all the stores, all the food stores and retail stores are probably going to add blockchain technology in the future. And that could come with cryptocurrencies later on. Like Walmart could have their own coin associated with it later on somehow. I'm just speculating. I haven't thought about how that would work. But they're definitely adopting blockchain and blockchain itself like cryptocurrency and bitcoin's a big industry blockchain's going to be maybe just as big of an industry it could even be bigger because there's like more applications bitcoin and crypto well some cryptos are just money blockchain you could expand it to like all sorts of things i'm not even going to everything on the show but we're, we talked about supply chains and how you can make products arrive faster and fresher and increase your profits that's all we have for you today on the September 25th, 2018 edition of the BitcoinNews.com daily podcast. Come back tomorrow for another rich, full-spectrum podcast. And go to BitcoinNews.com 24-7 
for Bitcoin, crypto, and blockchain stories. If you read BitcoinNews.com, you will be an expert in no time. This is your host, Space Marine, signing out, stepping out onto the surface of Venus. Adios, amigos.